Welcome to episode number 86 of the Keep Up Podcast! Where sometimes we roll onions down hills. Bubbly, bubbly. <laughs> it's just, I think that's the bathroom, actually. But Wait, no, we'll 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 let it slide. Is it? I th- I think it was someone flushing the toilet. No, nope, have have yourself a listen. Oh wow, that's Ooh. like pop rocks oh, oh. in your ear. There's no way that's picking up. It might. It's, it's a little chance. Ah, Tim. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm so I'm so happy to finally be part of this podcast. Oh man, been wanting to have you on for a while now, Tim. Yeah, it's really. I've been trying. It's hard. It's, it's hard really, to get on. Yeah, all booked up. Yeah. All booked up. All booked up. All booked up and nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. So 86 podcasts in. Yeah. And I still don't even know who I am. Tim? As a person, really. Allow me to introduce you to Tim. Oh. My brother and co-host, Tim. Ah, nice to meet you. Oh, hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How about All you? All right. Cool Pretty it, good. guys. Cool. Calm it down. Sorry. We were just excited to finally meet. I understand the excitement. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of meeting... Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Is or, this, oh, welcome back. What were you going to say? I was just going to say. Sorry, Tim, back to you. <laughs> if this is your first time. Yeah. Get ready for a treat. Get ready for it. Your ears will start crying. Yeah. Crying ears. I hope anyways. Yep. Um. So uh, how's life been? Oh, good. <laughs> just, that's it. I just, just feel good. Just straight up good. It's, oh, I'm so excited to record <laughs> again. Ha! <laughs> yes. Right. Um. How many months has it been? Truly, it has, okay. So the last on episode number eighty-five, mm-hmm. I said we would be back February, Marchish. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, um, it's beginning of April, so I was close with Marchish. You know, relatively. Um, that was before Christmas because that was the whole thing. We we're going to take a holiday break, right? And uh, you know, we did that. Yeah. So four or five, I think. Four or five months. I think so. Not since years. we recorded. Right, not yeah. years. Okay, not years. Mm-hmm. But we came back. Sometimes yeah. I feel like people take breaks from things and never come back. Right. But we consistently come back. That's we, what you can rely on. That's the thing. You can rely on <laughs> us coming back at some point. We are not like most fathers. <laughs> no. Ooh. Oh, that was a spicy one. Spicy. Sorry about your mom. Sorry about you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought to get back into the swing of things. Tell me what you thought, Tim. We got to jump right into a stupid question. Let's go! Stupid questions with we're in it hello stupid question listeners hey if you don't know what this is this is where i ask the questions that people are too afraid to ask they're afraid to ask them people you know you could look it up on google or whatever but i I really i want to ask these questions and hopefully they can be answered by the end of the segment hopefully this week's question i'm ready for that's been stewing stewing in my little brain. Five months of stewing. Five? No, I just thought of it like a week ago. Oh, okay. But right. I do have other ones stewing. But still, a while, still, it's been a week. Yeah. Yeah. A week. Um, so, you know musicals. I'm familiar. These are films where people sing a lot. Oh, okay. And a lot of it is generally people are like, oh, let's sing and dance. Yep. My question is. Tell me what it is. In musicals. Yep. If there's two, if there's more than one person singing. Right. And they've never met or they've never sung the song before. Right. How does the second person know all the lyrics? Is it what what set it up so this person can sing along with this person? In musicals, mm-hmm. 
This is just how people communicate. So you're saying it's a way of talking. It, it's yeah, it's communication. <laughs> okay, right. You know how sometimes you're in a situation and you and the other person both know it's awkward. Yes. You're both feeling and thinking the same thing. Right. There's just kind of that like thick hot dog water layer of awkwardness. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Almost word for word how I would have put it. That's, you know, that's why I'm here. So thanks for doing that (laughs) part. That situation in a musical, Mm -hmm. people are just singing. So they're all feeling the same things. So the same words come out. It's just a different kind of communication in musical land. So you're saying it's almost like the word potato. Right. And in the sense, everyone knows what potato means. Yes. So when people start singing a song, instead of people saying what would naturally come out, like, why are you singing in front of me or something like that? It's just them speaking the language of musical. Exactly. So we might feel the awkwardness. Mm -hmm. They sing it. But, but they, they all know it's the same thing. They're, everybody's feeling what everybody's feeling. Yeah. So like singing, you know, let's say Les Miserables. Yep. Jean Valjean. Yep. Sings. Oh, what's his prisoner number? Oh, I don't know. Come on. That's a I song. Have, I have friends who are yelling at me right now. <laughs> listening. To I this, think it's though. like five, two. Six. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. nine. Yes. That's what it is. Perfect. So when Get he's like. <laughs> That's my favorite part when he starts breaking out. So when he's singing in that, actually, no one joins in that song. I think another song where somebody actually joins in. But him saying that numbers yeah. actually help me. It's Why? Him, it's, well, because that's the musical language, right? Right, right, right. That's like, help me get out of the situation. Yeah. So him saying those words yes. actually means something different. It's like Japanese or Spanish. We don't know the musical language. Right. That's what it is. So when, pe- so when so- two people are singing at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's them both agreeing this is awkward and we need to get out of this situation. 24601. 2460. I was close. No, wait. I don't think that's right. Okay. No, that sounds right. It 24601. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. Nailed it. Thanks. Um, okay. So the language of musical yeah. is universal in the world of musicals. Right. But as a viewer, we don't know that language. Correct. All right. So when you see them communicating... Mm-hmm. In musical language. Yes. <laughs> also known as song. Yes. Song is a different dialect. That's uh, that's what's going on. Okay. So that, that that makes a lot of sense to me, actually. It does. Honestly, it makes more sense than I expected it to. Yeah. I was really, I was really surprised. I've almost convinced myself. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the truth. So. It's the truth. Uh, well, that was stupid questions. That's it. Answered it. Yeah. Boom. That was Next. usually they're pretty painful to go through, but yeah. this, this is smooth. Yeah. It was like eating butter with peanut butter. You just. Yeah. <laughs> which is gross. I don't know who would do that. This guy. Over it's here. me. I do it daily. All right. That was warm up number one. Let's do it. What's next? S- second warm up. Yeah. Get our lungs perpetuating. Yes. Let's go into <laughs> this or that. Yes. This. Or that. Here we are. That was a sick intro. Thanks, man. Made I, it myself. Oh, you did, actually. Yeah, I, I did. You actually uh, broke some child lab- labor laws, though. Uh, you, listen. You involved your son. You got to get the job done, as they say. Yes. And when the job's done, 
It's you've time won. for fun. Yep. You've won. Yeah, it's also, the same thing. There's a couple alternate oh, endings right. to that saying. Yeah, of course. All right. So this or that, if yep. this is your first time here or if it's your 30th time and for some reason you forgot, yeah. this is the category where we just compare two things, this or yep. that. Uh, Usually I ask a wonky question right. re- yeah, related to it. Mm-hmm. So then we can have a fun debate or it's a simple, quick answer. It's one or the other. We've only done it like twice. Uh, I thought three times. Perhaps, but okay. definitely only twice. Yeah, not many times. So yep. if it's your 30th time, you watched the other episodes a lot. Which, Correct. thanks. Thanks for watching. Thank you for watching, yes. So this week's question. What it is, Tim. Which <sighs> would you rather be attached to your body for the rest of your life? Ooh, okay. Now, I want to I wanna say a lot of these may not make sense. So you have to think of a way where it connects. Like, for instance, there's 2D in here. 2D right. and 3D. Oh, we know. We've picked it up before, so there may be something that doesn't make sense. Okay. And we're just going to have to wing it. That's it. you got to figure it out. Yeah, it's really like improv. The question stands. Yep. Okay, don't look. Okay. Reach your hand in. Pick just one. I missed. Okay. How many am I holding? Just, I don't know. You're holding All right, it. I got one. Do okay. I look at it? I forget the yeah, rules. Yeah, you can look at it. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Flip it at the same time? All right, I'm going for this one. <laughs> Looking away. <clears throat> Oh, I've had this one before. Oh, you always get one. I always get one. You've had one every time. <laughs> Maybe I thought we've had it. Maybe not. Okay. Right. What's yours? Mega Man. Mine's Caligragorph. Oh! <laughs> well, the answer's solid, then. That is a throwback. It's a classic throwback. Yes. Um, what was Caligragorph? Caligragorph was a character in the show Cricket City. Cricket City, yes, Which we course. made up to cover up a potential spoiler. Yes. Um, um, so I believe the only thing we know about Caligragorph is mm-hmm. that uh, they are, in fact, dying. You know more about it than I do, though. Yeah, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. that's the spoiler I was covering up. Um, <laughs> so poor Caligragorf is dying. So you have Mega Man, uh-huh. a, uh, a powerful uh, cyborg boy. Yes. And is Mega Man technically a cyborg? Um, Android. Android. Cyborg. Anborg. Anborg. Cydroid. Yes. Cydroid. A, a little like tiny robot boy mm-hmm. attached to you. Very powerful. Yes. Or a dying person (laughs) (laughs) now here's the thing about the dying person yeah would they just like shrivel up i don't know or are you stuck with a dead person well the the question was who would you rather have attached to your body for the rest of your life right mega man mega man yeah now here's the thing about mega man gotta get a lot of oil tune-ups yep and he's going to be dragging you in a lot of adventures. That's fine. I'm cool with that. That's you think he's going to you think this little guy right here yeah. is going to defend you forever. He has to. I'm him and he's me and we are one. Cuz having dying or dead. Dying. It's dying. So what if they're perpetually dying? That sounds terrible. That does sound awful. Mega Man have, wins. I think Mega Man does win. I think in this Mega case. Man takes this one. I would rather have Little Robot Boy, even if the adventures is scary. What happens when he dies? Does he like blow up on you and then you both spawn back and oh, you're like yeah. the pain? <laughs> or do you delete as well? Ooh, mm. I don't know. That's a cool way to go, though. I guess. Yeah. But who would know? Oh, Roll would. Roll would. Roll. Roll would know. And Doctor Light. Doctor Light would and also Dr. know. Doctor Wiley. Dr. Wiley would also know. Plenty um, of people would know. Yeah, just a lot of people. Yeah. They'd All right, like, Mega oh, Man. Mega Man and that guy attached to him both <laughs> They won't even know your name. It's just bummer. That's a shame. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I go Mega Man. Oh, I pick up go Mega Man. I pick up Mega Man. All right, that was good. Yeah, this that or was that. Good. This or that. This or that. 
So now ah. I guess we go into movies? Uh, TV, Tim. Oh, I wish. It's been a while, guys. Television. All right, first TV conversation in a very long time. Yes, what have you been watching? Um, so what I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. I actually finished watching like a month ago, but... Uh, Attack on Titan. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's how I can't it goes. remember. How. Oh, yeah. We yeah. talked about it before, and then we sang that song yeah. a lot. Uh, so specifically seasons two and three. Um, I decided there is... Uh, so anime is probably the uh, Best segment of... form of media. It's pretty great. It's, yeah. Um, it's the, it's the um, corner of media that I'm probably least versed in just because mm-hmm. i haven't watched as much i've i've watched some a good seriously <laughs> should we let him out <laughs> this is gonna be a whole thing it will be a whole thing <sighs> oh, oscar missed what? missed our podcasts he did. He was really oh upset. wow that was his fault he had a leg they can't see it and now he does it no i just want people to know because they'll hear the abuse right what so i've watched a handful of animes mm-hmm. i i Grew up watching Dragon Ball Z when it was on. Mm-hmm. Um, some Sailor Moon. Classic. The classic. Speed uh, Speed Racer. <laughs> I was like, what's oh, speed? Speed. My favorite um, show, Speed. I almost said Speedrunner because <laughs> we've been playing that game a lot. Too much. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there are so many out now. I mean, there are Netflix originals I've wanted to watch and all these ones that are considered like, um, you know, top tier that you have mm-hmm. to see. I've still never seen Death Note. And, like a few that we've um, talked about before. So Attack on Titan uh, was the one that I had finished the first season a while back, and I wanted to catch up because the new season's coming out end of this month, actually. Oh, it's April. Um, yes. Or, or uh, part two of season three. Yes. So, um, so I blasted through season two and uh, season three, part one. Mm-hmm. And what I just wanted to bring up is how much deeper the story goes than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. And like right from the jump, I talked about before. Uh, I think it's uh, episode nine or ten of the first season where you realize like this story is full of surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, epi- I'm sorry, seasons two into three, just it gets crazier and crazier. They, uh, it, it, I don't know how they do it, but they consistently increase the threat you know it's like the whole time you're like it can't get any worse oh they're tight oh my god oh my and then by the end you're like life's what's the point what's the point like where i'm at now what's so wild is you get into season three takes a total turn Mm -hmm. um where you know i don't want to say too too much but it has a the threat transitions from you know, maybe the Titans aren't the only thing we need to be worried about. And lizard men. Yes. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> um, so uh, that and that transition in the story was just totally unexpected for me. Mm-hmm. And it also goes the route of like political drama. Yeah. And um, the yeah. way it all ties in is very, very complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and to a point where I kind of don't fully understand what's going on. It's pretty jarring because the whole time you're the, at least for the first two seasons, you're like Titans, Titans, like watch out for the Titans. And yeah. then you get, like you said, into the political aspect of it. And mm-hmm. you don't really think about it while you're watching no. it. You don't think there's anything going on um, as far as like, controversy within the wall right um so a lot of people were not happy with that transition Mm -hmm. but i i think it worked great for the show yeah you know it it really fleshed out more characters more of the world itself because really we know like 
there's a big, you know, there's the Titans, there's a big monster outside, and there's the humans inside. We don't know really anything else other than that for for yeah. a little while at least. You follow the main characters, but right. um, so I thought it was awesome world world building. It was really it was totally. well done. Yeah, it does. It kind of brings uh, brings the scope in a little bit where you're like, wait, there's some stuff going on in the interior um, that is bigger than what you even realized Mm -hmm. and it's because it's not mentioned at all like there's not even a hint of that kind of um story where it's involving like the government and Mm -hmm. the leaders and um you know what kind of corruption might be therein or um you know what are the goals of the leaders and things like that and um when that kind of becomes the focus you do end up spending a lot of time with different characters Mm -hmm. which was i was super stoked about because you end up spending time with characters that I, for me, I wanted to see a lot more of, like mm-hmm. getting to know more about, um, uh, about. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, the captain, um, Levi? Huh? Levi? Yes. Okay. Levi. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like captain. Yeah, yeah. Levi isn't isn't he a captain? Yeah. 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 He is. I just um, I couldn't. I was thinking of another guy. Anyways. And there's a character introduced in the third season named Kenny, mm-hmm. who is like a Kenny. Yeah, I, was, I was just waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it without. <laughs> I love it. I love that his name's just Kenny. There's an episode where Levi's yelling at Kenny, and because that name is so American, yeah. like you know, they're like whatever they're saying in Japanese, and then it pops up like Kenny. It's, it's exactly <laughs> like that. that. But also, all the other names are like these weird. They're German, like, really. Uh, yeah, Bertolt mm-hmm. and um, Aaron and Aaron, uh, even Levi. Yeah, and then um, who's the other guy that's with Bertolt? Um, um, Reinhardt. Re- uh, Reinhardt. Reiner. Reiner. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> he's like the only one, not even Mikasa. anybody. Yeah. Um, which is more like Japanese, I guess. But yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just uh, that mm-hmm. name cracks me up. And, um, the, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is in season three, uh, the first episode is some of the most beautiful animation I have ever seen, dude. Mm-hmm. It is the, um, the, you know what scene I'm talking about is a particular scene. That's in the first episode? I think it's the very first one. I, I You're probably right. I just, I can remember if it was the first or second, so. Unless it's, I guess it could be the second. This is what happens. I think it ends at the end of the first and then, and then starts. the second episode? is like most of it. Maybe you're right because mm-hmm. they have to tee it up to yeah. get to that point. Yeah, like that's how episode one ended. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so I think I think you're right. I think it's the second <laughs> Which episode. Which doesn't really matter for you guys, but it's just we had to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, you know? so you know what you're getting into. But <laughs> within the first few episodes of season three, it's just like, it's so intense and so clean. Mm-hmm. And the action is just like, I, dude, I was sitting in the break room at work mm-hmm. watching it on my phone and I almost was like oh oh oh, yeah like i almost like audibly started making sounds because i was just so into it Mm -hmm. and um luckily my friend was nearby who i he he's been like he was waiting for me to catch up on it Mm -hmm. and i was like look what episode i'm on he was like oh dude (laughs) um so it's i don't know it's just so good and for me it was super engaging and i remember we had talked before and you said that some people kind of weren't stoked on how season three was going Mm -hmm. but i think it just is keeping the story interesting and then when it comes back to you know, don't forget about the Titans. That is just a thing that is always there. Yep. But now it's like, what else is going on? It's really not a one-dimensional story by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, and season two, I know I'm kind of going out of order here, but season two starts hitting you with all these crazy reveals. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple like insane moments in season two where the story, like the plot thickens. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it is cool never... how they do it, though, because as a viewer, when they reveal these things, the the characters in the show know already but when it's revealed to you in the show, you don't know the main characters know about it. So you're like, what the heck was that? Like, 
like, like the, you're saying the, they mention like when they mention it, you're kind of like what? Like you're blindsided, right? By exactly. It? As mm. a viewer, you're blindsided, but the characters in the show already know who mm-hmm. these people are, and they, you know, obviously the characters revealing themselves know, but we didn't know that they would reveal it. Like it was such a so yeah, I, it was like a trick for the viewer specifically, yes. not even for the story, <clears throat> but. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So I totally get what you're saying because there are a few things that um, there's a particular reveal that you had mentioned before that yeah. now I know mm-hmm. where it basically like the character spits out just this quick like, oh, by the way, this huge thing. Yeah. And it's a callback to the first season mm-hmm. and it just explains something that you're like, whoa, yeah. what? Like, Hold that's a on. And they just mention it briefly. Yep. Um, but what's cool is, and I think this is kind of what you're referencing is like mm-hmm. that stuff gets fleshed out more right. as you watch. Cause, and I found that being like a, a hook for me. Cause I'm like, are they going to talk more about that? Cause if not, <laughs> it's this, like, like <laughs> that, you can't just brush over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do, they, uh, they will always go back and you kind of are like, Oh, right. that's why he said this the way that he did or why she acted this way. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of episodes end and I'm like, did she do this because she was like, protecting that person did she do this because she's crazy mm-hmm. like and then you know they they eventually flesh out the story in a way that you're like wow everything actually is coming together which is what i'm excited about um second half of season three because there are a lot of things that like i need to know more about yeah. and uh major cliffhanger at the end of uh part uh, one of season three so uh, yeah they almost are caught up to the books and the books really? are ending i believe uh, the the creator said he's ending the book soon. He doesn't okay. have a specified date, but um, yeah, I believe they said they were going to catch up by the end of season three. They mm. would be at the same point or just a little bit behind of the books. Yeah, okay. which that sometimes happens with animes where um, it it's even happening with Game of Thrones. You know, they right. they're past the books at this point, yeah. and so they're just going to kind of craft their own ending. Um, so that could be potential for Attack on Titan. Yeah. Um, or they'll actually have the ending that's intended for the book and just make it anime first. Oh, I see. That's just quicker production. Yeah. Productions. So I'm super stoked on it. Um, I definitely there was a part of me that felt a little uh, a little basic going to attack on Titan because I know that it's like one of the most popular animes. But there's um, a reason for it. But there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are like not, you know, not sure if you want to start getting into anime or not, I definitely would suggest this one. If this doesn't hold your attention, it just might not be for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's the best thing about anime is it's has it's has so many different kind of genres you can, oh yeah 100 so if yeah. you don't like the action there's so many romance animes there's so yeah. many sci-fi ones romance I mean, animes oh i love them i don't know if that's a thing. I, I can jump between anything yeah except for i can't think of any off the top of my head i can't I, think of any either. <laughs> i'd really uh, i'd probably be interested in most it is it is very interesting how it's its own genre but it also has subgenres. And, like yeah. obviously a horror anime. It's I mean it's just a stylistic thing I guess mm-hmm. but I just think some of the stories that come out of the eastern world are like unlike anything. Oh, so um, crazy. You know that we're used to seeing it, mm-hmm. you know. Um so definitely highly recommend Attack on Titan. Um it's it's uh like I said April I want to say 28th. Mm-hmm. Um part 2 of season 3 comes out um 2019. Correct. Okay. In case this podcast doesn't come out for a year. (laughs) It's Um, already out if you're listening to this past that date. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So super, super stoked on that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's your turn now. It's my turn. I mean, what are you going to listen to? (laughs) What am I going to listen to? Again, it has been a while. Yes. Um, So the show I watched, uh, once again, the same thing, like a month ago, I finished it. Um, Haunting of Hill House. I watched episode one last night. Oh, you did? Yes. Good. Okay. What would you think? Of uh, just that one episode. Dude, I'm like, 
hooked, I hope. Oh, so hooked. Oh. I, yeah. It was hard to just watch the one episode. If I hadn't started it so late, yeah. I would have watched a couple. But um, yes, it. Uh, I, <laughs> I won't spoil. No, too I wasn't going to spoil anything. But I was going to say what's funny. It <laughs> feels like a horror. This is us. A horror. This is us. Have oh, you seen, I this, haven't is seen us? this is us now? So it and I say that because it basically focuses on a family mm-hmm. and it starts it, it bounces back and forth from when the majority of the family were kids yep. to those kids now. Is this this up. is us or is this Hill House? That's both. <laughs> I was going to say it's both. So. It's both. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So that it had that that vibe to it for mm-hmm. me which is a really really cool formula yeah um, it's almost like they're telling two separate horror stories that's right. that's one of the best aspects to it because it's the family when they were younger and they're in this house that is a little spooky yeah and then and then it's them when they're older and them uh like living their lives after the events of when they were kids right which i assume unfold throughout the season yes and um, one of the coolest aspects of the show is the first five Five, six episodes. How many kids are there? There's one, two, three, four. I, it was hard to keep track. Right. It's real. It's tough at first to figure so, out who's who. But by the end, like you get it. Yeah. Uh, there's five kids. Uh, yeah. So it's okay. the two youngest. Yeah. Um, the twins. They're twins. Yeah. Okay. Luke and then the uh, Ka- Callie. Ka- um, uh, oh my god! I should I just, just look it up. Watch it. <laughs> I, I watched it last night. Um, I know you guys know me. I and then there's um, there's Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Theodora. Yes. Yep. And then there's the oldest one, Shirley. Yep. Who is, I just can't remember the youngest girl. And she's like a big character in the show, too. Um, I keep thinking Mikasa. Just... <laughs> no, get out of there. <laughs> um, I'll pull it up here. Yeah. yeah. So Steven, um, let's see. Uh, he, Shirley, Luke, Theodora, Nell. Nell, yes. That's the one that was killing me. Yep. Nelly Professor. So, yeah, there are three. Three girls and two boys? Yes, three girls, two boys. So those episodes, um, each episode takes a spotlight on the character of each character. So like episode two will focus strictly, or episode one was strictly on Steve. Um, For the most part, it introduced other characters. And then you'll go to the next episode and it'll be Shirley. Oh, cool. So it's cool because you get, you really get a great insight on, you get like an hour to learn about each character, their history and stuff, because there's a big time gap in between. So you got to catch up on all these stories. Um, but yeah, it's super neat because most TV shows aren't scary, like good mm-hmm. scary. Like if you watch a scary TV show, it's like there's no jump scares. There's like creepy aspects to it. Sure. But because this is a Netflix original, it does not pull back on the scares. It's it's yeah. like a 13 hour scary movie. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I it was I mean, everyone watched it uh, when it first came out. And so I'm slow to the punch, but it was so well done. Yeah. Um, it the the ghosts. There's a handful of ghosts that you see. OK. Um, and. And they are terrifying. Really? They are designed. It's like a little bit of Guillermo del Toro with a little bit of like mostly modern ghost stories, I guess. Um, So it's like they're designed in a way where it's like that's super unsettling. Okay. Um, And another cool aspect is they have um, hidden ghosts in every episode. Um, So if you're watching an episode and you pay attention to the background, there's the ghost just sitting there. They have it sprinkled throughout. People, really? I think the number's up to, I know there's over like 20, 25 
ghosts that have been spotted. It's probably way higher than that, but I'm just going with a safe number. That's wild. Um, but it's super creepy if you find one. We'll watch an episode because they'll just like they're having an argument or whatever. Like let's say two characters are fighting, and then the camera like just pans a little bit to the right, and you'll see like a ghost hand sitting there or something like, or their face just like sitting Dude, behind a window. That is sick. It makes it adds a whole new layer of terrifyingness in the show. I love that. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's totally worth a watch. Season two was announced as I was watching season one. Yeah. So season one did really, really well. Really well, right yeah. Yeah. Um I think the actors did super well too. Mm-hmm. They were um, you know, they all portrayed horror oh, very well. The um the, the director of the show slash creator did um I believe it was Hush. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, he did. I, I was yes. just gonna say, um, the woman who plays Theodora mm-hmm. um, was in Hush, and I did Kate not Siegel. Yeah. yeah, I did not recognize her at all. Really? Yeah. I her her face like triggered a memory, but I mm-hmm. couldn't figure out what it was from. Mm-hmm. And then I looked her up, and it was Hush. Yeah. And Hush was great. Hush was awesome. If you haven't seen that? That's a horror movie where she is deaf. She's deaf. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, she, she's alone in the house, pretty much in the woods. Yeah. And. Uh, Oh, that's a great movie. That, that was, was a great movie. That was I didn't realize this was the same director. Uh, director. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those two are married, actually. Cool. No way. Yeah. So that's probably why Whoa, she came to Hill cool. House. Yeah. What a rad team. What a ace team. Ace team. Ace team. Yeah, it's good. I'm excited about it. I, yeah. uh, uh, like I said, I started it last night, and mm-hmm. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it gets spooky. It's, it's... Ooh, it gets spooky. Sorry. Uh, it's got a good story, too. Um, I thought they built, they built it up for a long time. It's like... You know how in two hours of a scary movie, like jump scares are peppered throughout. Well, they give you like there's a lot longer spaces in between where things happen. You okay. know? So it's like you can't really guess when something's about to happen. because yeah. It's like, guess what? It's a TV show yeah, next yeah. episode. And then they start somewhere else. So it's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the end of this. I was kind of I was anxious for the ending because mm-hmm. I figured a show like this, like it's going to ramp up and then it didn't disappoint. The it ending of the first episode is pretty intense. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you watched first episode. Like I said, I don't think Rachel will watch it with you. Probably not. No. I, well, I don't know. I was when I was watching it. It's mm-hmm. so suspenseful, and that's what really hooks her. Is mm-hmm. like if there's some sort of like mystery to it. Yeah. Um. But I think it might give her nightmares. Yeah. So especially later on. Cough. Um. Yeah, that's really all I'd say about it. Is I loved it. Man. I. It's great example of horror and a great example of what Netflix can do. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't beat the the flicks. You can't beat the flicks, Tim. You can't. Do we? Is it movies now? Uh, yeah, we're going to the movies. Movies. Ooh, ooh. Let's go to the movies. So before we start, did you hear the Avengers marathon is coming I, back? I did hear about it. Yeah. Fifty nine hours. It's crazy. I <sighs> twenty two movies. Is it more? Is that sounds right? I yeah. Don't know. All the way up to Avengers. Endgame. But what sucks about that is you're you're working your way up to a movie that's over three hours long. Oh my god! You're so, never gonna make like. So my, I wonder if 59 hours is before the movie or including the movie. I don't know. You're supposed to do them all in order. Like, is that they're yeah. playing them front to back yep. like that? Yep. It's nobody's gonna. First of all, like 20 people will die. They will sit in there that theater and they will 100%. not get up and they yeah. will get blood clots and die. That's it. I would like to go, but there are a lot of movies that I probably wouldn't want to sit through again. Like what? Well, not not in a bad way. It's just like, well, I've seen <laughs> I've seen him recently enough. I'm not gonna sit this here just for in. Tim hates the MCU. Well, Thor: Dark World, so good. Skip it. No, burn it. The Dark Elves are cool. Delete it. Loki stuff. The Incredible Hulk is uh, all yeah, right. It's whatever. Yeah. Um. What else? Civil War is just garbage. Shut <laughs> up. I'm in. I could have. That one's okay. 
it's weird, dude. You know, it, I'm the, not doing this again. Dude. Yeah, no, I know. We talk about it the only time. Iron Man 2 is the only one I haven't seen in, since. I've only seen that one once in the theaters. A lot of people didn't like it. I don't mind it. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't remember much. Okay, calm down about it. Anyways, yeah. since we're talking Marvel, let's just jump right into uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What? Right? That's the movie we were going to talk about? It's not about? the movie we were going to talk about. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Captain Shazam. You want to hit that one first? Captain Shazam? No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to hit Captain Marvel just because All the right. transition was nice. Let's do it. Okay. Like that. Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. um, the most recent installment yes. of the MCU. Uh, all right. Give me one word of what you think of it. Fun. All right. That's good. What about you? Safe. Okay. I, I think they they played it very safe, and it's not a bad safe. It's just very safe. So here's my thing. I left. I'll give you my my trajectory. Mm -hmm. Went in, watched it, had a good time. On my way out, felt very underwhelmed. No spoilers. Right. No spoilers. Mm -hmm. Felt very underwhelmed on my way out. Mm -hmm. Um, Upon reflection, I was like, okay, that was actually really good. Mm Because I started thinking back to like certain scenes and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think there was only really one choreographically impressive fight scene. Mm -hmm. I think there were some other visually impressive fight scenes, Mm -hmm. um, but the fighting choreography in the Marvel movies is like a big part of what I enjoy. Yeah. Um, I think the comedy was spot on. Mm -hmm. I think Brie Larson was great. Yeah. She did Um, awesome. And I think that uh, one of the reasons I felt a little bit underwhelmed is it, Initially, I thought it was because it was more of an origin. Like, I knew it was going to be an origin story, Mm -hmm. but it felt like more of an origin story than I feel like I'm used to. But then I realized, like, Black Panther was an origin story. Um, Ant-Man was an origin story. And those, I think I preferred over Captain Marvel. Yeah, I I think I'd agree. I left at least feeling more like enthralled. Yeah, I it made me question if Marvel, Marvel, (laughs) if Marvel fatigue is setting it. Interesting. Um, once again, it wasn't. I had a fine experience. I saw it on IMAX. Yeah. Um, so it was really visually like amazing. Um, but yeah, just like I was happy with it. I definitely I didn't leave it you know underwhelmed like you did. But I certainly felt like the whole time I'm like, yeah, they didn't want to do anything crazy because they got Endgame coming up and she's a new Avenger. So they right. like, obviously, I don't know what they could do. That's crazy. But I sure. just like, you know, like I said, it felt safe. Um, yeah. And it, and the other thing I didn't even think about, this is a female fronted superhero movie, yeah. um, which is kind of big in the sense that like we don't have many of them. No, and they're, it's definitely you know, big, they're yeah. trying to get a bunch more into it. Um, it just recently passed a billion dollars. So, OK. Um, and it's, you know, it's both the mixture that's Captain Marvel and a Marvel movie that I think really propelled it. But, um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good. I felt similarly to when I first saw Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. Um, because I also left the theater kind of eh about that movie. Mm-hmm. Going back and watching it, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw think, that one twice. I really liked did that you? one. Yeah. See, it didn't hit me until like probably years later when mm-hmm. I watched it again. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, this is really, really good. And it was the same thing. Like it felt a little bit slow moving mm-hmm. because there was so much origin. Um, and this one, I think I felt similarly, but... Again, like I look back on it and there are some really, really cool scenes. I really like what they did with um, the Kree and the Skrulls. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's some things in there with the Skrulls that I have questions about. I yeah. won't really go deep into it. because, mm-hmm. But it's basically like how they set them up in the movie versus what I know of them in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious to see what will happen with them ultimately. But yeah. um, 
It was uh, there was a lot of good story told there, and again, Captain Marvel as a character, mm-hmm. like super badass. Yeah. I really really enjoyed her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end they do something so big and and massive. That, yeah, and and I'm super stoked to see her interact with the other Avengers. Oh um, yeah, that's gonna be great. Yeah, I bet her dynamic, not even as like with her powers, but just as her uh, personality. Her personality yeah, yeah, I think there'll be a lot of good back and so forth. Yeah. Um, I am curious to see how her strength compares to others because she, Me at too. least by the end of the movie, was like stupidly strong crazy powerful yeah, yeah you know um, um so i'm in, interested to see if she's gonna have like a little handicap or something in the mm, movie like because right. she was so strong or she's have like achilles heel or something yeah i don't know i'm mm-hmm. definitely i'm curious about that too um what did you, i was go gonna say what did you think of uh samuel L. jackson uh i thought he was good did you i had this feeling the whole time that i was like yeah, the like the the what's the special effects were nice on it. Like they made him look young. That was awesome. Yeah, but you could totally tell he was really old. I didn't catch that. You didn't. No. I because a lot of times when he's like running, he's like almost like old man walking, <laughs> and he is old. He's seventy. So. I guess I didn't really think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. Is he seventy? Yeah. Shut up. He's seventy. Yeah. Look it up. Um, yeah, it was really, it was almost jarring, but I, like, I had to keep telling myself, I'm like, yeah, he's actually really old. Like, there's not, there's not crazy. I mean, 70's not super old, but, you know, it's, it, <laughs> Brett can't find his age. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool to see him. And usually when they do that, like, de aging stuff, um, holy Christmas. 70. Yeah, when they do that de aging stuff, it usually is like kind of jarring, but it looked well, it looked good on him. Yeah, I I don't always have a great eye for that mm-hmm. stuff, but I didn't really catch it. Yeah, um, I guess I wasn't thinking about it a whole lot either. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I I thought he was good. I thought the um, take on his personality, a younger um, Nick Fury, yeah, or was Coulson. yeah. I almost said Coulson too, but um, yeah, a younger Nick Fury was yeah. was interesting too. Um, and, and it was, it was pretty funny, mm-hmm. like o- overall, yep. it was, a, it was a comedic performance. Yes, so. very much so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Those were kind of my initial thoughts. I mm-hmm. do think upon a second viewing, um, it's definitely a different experience than some of the, I mean, everything we've seen has been some sort of ensemble movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, um, it's really hard to follow up, uh, uh, infinity war. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. the only one that's going to be just as good or better is Endgame, at least at this point. And then once Endgame's over, the movie's like, I won't expect as much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Ant-Man and the Wasp was good. Yeah, I um, thought that was really good. Uh, I was just thinking follow-ups because it will be these two and then Endgame. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I just, like I said, I felt initially I left and I was like, uh, what do I feel like was missing? Mm-hmm. And I... It's definitely a good movie. There's nothing. There's nothing bad about it. Yeah. Um, but maybe it is just the anticipation of Endgame, mm-hmm. having it be like, okay, this feels a little bit smaller scale. But it's a great introduction to the character. Again, yep. I, I love Brie Larson as um, as Captain Marvel. I mm-hmm. think she's great. Um, and I'm stoked to see her in Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Speaking of teams of superheroes. Yes. Uh, this is a little bit of a throwback. Uh huh. But Aquaman. Yes. I just watched it recently. You did. Yes. Okay. And I really liked it. Okay. Like, like as far as DC movies go, it might be number recent DC movies, not counting like the dark Knight and stuff. No, just like, just like all DCU, the recent Yeah. Justice league, whatever. Yeah. I would consider this potentially two or three. 
Okay, what's one and two? Well, number if one. If it's three. Wonder Woman. Number Wonder Woman. And number two... I might be... Uh, Ooh, I'm, Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Yeah? Yeah. I think for me, too. Yeah. It was just it was just a really, really good movie. I feel the same way. I have a, a, a friend who thinks that Captain Marvel, which was a much better... Um, much better superhero film with a female um, lead than Wonder Woman. Interesting. Yeah. I don't agree, but interesting thought. Yeah, same. Anyways, yeah. food for thought. Uh, yeah, no, I... Tasty. Because obviously those are the two... Uh, those are the two big ones, yeah. right? Like, yeah, really. I mean, there was Tomb Raider. Uh, that's what I thought of, too, but that's not like a... That's not a super... <laughs> but that like, was... Uh, DC but, has Wonder Woman, and I guess we have Captain Marvel now. It's who, the first one in the MCU, right? First female... Like, led... Got her own movie? Um, yeah, Black Widow has been trying to get one forever, but I heard um, that's happening. That's there's a lot of talk about it. But everything else has been always, always male. Yeah. Okay. Took them 22 movies. Wild. Not very progressive of them. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I have to think about it more. But I did like Batman versus Superman. I yeah I I, I that was my ultimate ultimately where I landed too. Yeah. I, but I haven't seen it in forever. I know it four years. Yeah. So. And then there was suicide squad, which is terrible. And that, well, it was okay. Um, and then there was, um, justice league. Justice league yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Oh, one. did you hear about Ezra Miller? No, I heard he's not flash anymore. Oh yeah. I read something the other day that he really didn't like the direction of the flash movie. Mm-hmm. So he wrote up like a script Yeah. and said that if they didn't want to do that version, he was out. So reports are like right now it's like a reliable source says mm-hmm. this, but it sounds like he's out as the Flash. That would be really interesting. Yeah, because I thought he was fine as the Flash, yeah. but if they get Grant Gustin in there, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get that. Though. I don't think we will either. But man, people want him so bad. Well, he's great. Yeah, he and, he is the Flash. But it just sucks to me that like if Ezra Miller's out, it's just more of a mess. It I know like the, DC. the DCU. It's like it's all over the place, yep. man. Um. They so really, I read that he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. Ben Affleck isn't Batman anymore. Right, exactly. Um, like they're all. And I, I totally be fine with a refresh. You hear Suicide Squad is going to be a reboot. It's Suicide Squad 2 is going to be a reboot. Is it called Suicide Squad 2? No, I don't think so. I hope not. I think it's going to be called The Suicide Squad. Okay. Um, and I heard the next Batman movie is going to take place like in the 90s. Yeah. So it's, it's like The Batman. It's a different... I don't know, man. It's wild. Did you see the Joker trailer? Yes. I know. We're all over the place right now. Um, I'm actually pretty stoked on that. Yep. I believe that uh, they said it's going to be R-rated. It hasn't been confirmed, but, um, you know, there's a lot of um, inside sources as well. So do you think they're, like, ditching the whole universe thing? I kind of hope so. Me too, because, like, just do the Joker movie. Do the Batman movie from the 90s. Do the Suicide Squad movie that friggin' James Gunn is doing. Right. He's like, doing both Guardians 3 and I Suicide know, Squad. Dude, this guy over here. I know. What a crazy. lucky duck. And um, he's got that new super... Um, oh, um, yeah. Brightburn, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah that new horror movie. And it's not... Is it Superman or is it like Superman? Yeah, it's Superman. not It's not like, Superman. Quote, unquote, Right. Superman. It's like Superman. No, it's like Superboy. Yeah. Super dude. Like, dude, that movie looks... That got R-rated, too. There's a lot of good ones. Coming There's out. a lot so of good ones. So just do that. You yep. know what I mean? And just have these separate DC movies. Do mm-hmm. the Joker. Do, you know what I mean? And the, the thing with the Joker, 
The only thing that went through my mind is like, eh, do we want a backstory? Like, that's the whole thing with the Joker. Is yeah, like, well, I wonder if it's going to be more like, um, what was his, What was the name of the comic? Uh, was it Killing Joke that had Killing it? Killing Joke? I was thinking Red Hood, too, but um, the one that has his origin story, basically, where I think it was the Killing Joke that has his origin story. Um, but is it going to, are they going to go that direction with it? Do you know his origin? Do you, or not? No. What are we do you know the Joker's origin at all? No, no. Okay, no, that's fine. It's been me. Yeah, you. Who else? Who else is here? Like, are you saying? Are you saying like, is it a thing that's known? Are you asking me specifically? Yeah, like a lot of people know the origin of Joker. It's been interpreted in multiple ways, but there is like a definitive origin. Well, I feel dumb, but I don't know what that is. That's fine. You don't have to know it. I was just curious um, because, uh, well, he, you know. I don't know. I don't. We just went over this. <laughs> I would say read Killing Joke then. Oh, okay. Because I don't want to spoil the whole thing. I thought but I read Killing Joke. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, but, you know, it's, and, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. Anyways. Okay, whatever. I'm just curious if they're going to go that direction, that yeah. main story, what people call the Joker origin, which is still kind of funky because the story is being told from the Joker's perspective. Right. So a lot of people are like, I don't know if this is like actually what happened, but it's the best we have. So it looks um, cool. Yeah. Um, it almost looks like it's going towards Nolan brute. It does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it does. The Nolan Joker. So, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we see that happening. We see Suicide Squad. If that's going to be a reboot, I'm stoked on that because mm-hmm. that was a movie that I felt like, man, there's so much potential here. Yep. If somebody can pull it off, it'd be James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the universe goes, we um, Aquaman is the last one that we got. You're right. Um, as far as the things that we know are definitely involved. Um, There'll be Wonder Woman 2. Yeah, and then the Flash was supposed to come out, but if he's not in it anymore, they haven't even started <sighs> filming yet. Well, and what's weird too is like. So now we're going to have both going on. Like we're going to have these DCU movies and then the external bits that are like this different Batman right. movie and this different Joker movie, which mm-hmm. is, is fine, I guess. Oh, actually, is Shazam? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's connected to the main universe. Or that's the it, thing is like we I don't even know. That's funny that we forgot about Shazam. That yeah. just came out. Did but you see it? No, I didn't. I, I do want either. to, though. I love Zachary. Levi, yeah, it looks so. great. It looks great. Um. um Aquaman. Yes, that's the, what spawned the whole thing. Yeah, uh, Aquaman. I liked. Um, yeah. Directed by also, James. Also, Arrow's Wand. done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's almost like we're catching up on everything. Yeah, Arrow's done. I was thinking like DC stuff. That's right, going right. On, but and the the their online service is killing it with their originals. Yeah. Um, the oh yeah, Titans. Titans did yeah. awesome, and then there was Doom a new Patrol. One. Yeah. Um, and then Harley Quinn's coming out soon. Yeah. That one's going to be animated. I, I'm, I'm excited for oh, that one. I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, yeah Doom 100%. Patrol. So, I mean, and they've always killed it in the TV realm, you know? Yeah. Marvel, uh, it's funny to compare because when I think Marvel TV, technically it's just uh, uh, Agents. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But then the, the, there's the whole Marvel universe, the uh, Netflix one. Yep. Um, so it's funny to compare. It's like, they don't have good TV. Well, actually, they did. And yeah. It gets, gets confusing. It but does. Anyway, so bring it all back around. Aquaman. Aquaman. I thought it was good. Directed by James Wan, who yep. is known for The Conjuring, Saw, Fast and the Furious. He has a, an interesting array of films. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, as far as DC goes, the thing about the DC universe is they set my standards so low that any movie's going to be good, <laughs> which is a sad, yeah. sad thing to say. Yeah, it is, yeah. But I had a fun time with it. Yeah. So it's fun. I, I like Jason Momoa. I think my overall... So... 
two things that I didn't like about it. There were mm. a handful of cringy one-liners, like super cringy. I understand that that's like the character that they're making him. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple like look at the camera and say this line lines that yeah. I was like, ugh. And then there were two or three god awful music cues, like soundtrack cues that yeah. totally took me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um outside of that, I will say visually, I thought it was dope. Yes. I thought there were a lot of cool fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly the one with Black Manta mm-hmm. um when he's like in his suit. I thought Black Manta was done really well. Yep. I thought he looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um and I also uh, think that, like, the uh, all the costumes in general looked really good. All the underwater stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. There was a particular scene in the ocean. Um, <laughs> I did that the other day, and my friend was like, oh, really? In the ocean? But there's a scene where they're on a boat in mm-hmm. the ocean, like, out at sea. Sure. And it's a scary scene. Yes. Um, and there are these creatures. And at that moment, I was like, oh, yeah, James Wan did this movie. Because, <laughs> That's um, where it clicked. That is visually one of the coolest scenes I've seen in a movie in a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it has, like, the, the lightning <coughs> effect. Like, it's raining. So it's like, yes. and when these creatures show up, like, it flashes white real fast, and they're, like, fighting each other. And you can see them under the water, yep. but it's dark, mm-hmm. and they're, like, swarming. It's so cool to And their boat at. is pretty small, so it's yeah. like you feel claustrophobic yes, almost watching absolutely. it because you're like, whoa, the, you know, what, and how the, are they like, going to do this? Right, and there's, like, the lost at sea feel, so it's pretty stressful. Yeah. Um, that scene was definitely my favorite in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely fun. couple missteps, like jokes that don't land and bad soundtrack cues and stuff like that. Like, that kills me a lot because it was just like, you know, there's one scene where, like, he's walking out of the him and um what's her name mira i believe um, yeah they're they're like walking out of the ocean and like it's goes slow motion and pitbull starts playing and I'm like, Come on. <laughs> it was like, pretty there were a few moments they didn't take me out of it but i i totally get what you I mean i just it was so it just felt goofy yeah and you know i don't know and then uh you know there's some good comedy bits and things like that but like mm-hmm. i said definitely some jokes that don't land um but it's a fun movie it's yeah. definitely it's wonder woman is still the top of the um, you know, the cream of the crop when it mm-hmm. comes to recent DC stuff. And I don't think Aquaman really comes close to even my least favorite uh, MCU movie. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I don't... Well, all right. I would watch it over... Thor the Dark Hulk World. Hulk or yeah. Iron Man 3. And... I don't know. It'd be a toss-up between that and Thor the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> Either one, you're having a bad time. So. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't I didn't hate it. I mean, I'd probably give it like a six or seven. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I give it a ten, so. Shut up. <laughs> um, no, I definitely, it's it's not, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before, but we have the comparative effect where we've had such good movies in that genre at this yep. point. It's hard to compete with, but uh, visually it was cool. I, I don't think the direction was bad. I think mm-hmm. the characters were decent. Just a couple, like, I don't know, a handful of things that kind of would take me out of it or I thought were kind of cheeseball. Yeah. Um, but I think he's a good Aquaman. You know, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think Jason Momoa is like a bad pick. Um, the uh, fight scene at the beginning with um, his mother. Yes. Is like the best one. That was it's really so cool. Good. Yeah. The, the cinematography is really like it's great. just, yeah. just the shots and angles, how the camera yeah. like went around as she was fighting people. It was good. Yeah. I would absolutely suggest people see it. I mean, it has mm-hmm. a lot of really, really good scenes in it. Um, uh, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with that movie. All right. So to end movies. Yeah. Who would win in a swimming competition? Aquaman, Captain Marvel. 
can uh, probably Captain Marvel. Right? I would think so. It's interesting though, because that's his, that's where he excels. That's right. where Aquaman excels. But is she fast enough in the water? Does does her powers not work in the water? Well, it's the whole Superman thing. Is like he can he beats everybody at all the things that they're best at. <laughs> not Batman with intellect. Ah, uh, yes. Right. That'd be a funny story. A really dumb Superman. <laughs> <laughs> just like let's fly. Just bad. Well, at that's thinking. Bizarro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Poor Aquaman loses to Captain it, yeah. Marvel. Yeah. You definitely think? Do you think Captain Marvel's better than Aquaman? In swimming. I mean the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The only thing, she's a better woman than he is, so that, that's it. I, I got know, that. Man, that hair. <laughs> I, you know, something to think about, folks. Some, something to think about. As we go into video games? Oh, yeah, yeah. Video games. All right, here we go. Uh, the keep up wouldn't be complete without me talking about Resident Evil real quick. It is it is a tradition <laughs> at this point. Even five months from now, Brett is still playing Resident Evil games. I'll be quick about it, but sure. essentially, I uh, we, I jumped. I was at Resident Evil Four. I beat Resident Evil Zero. Okay, jumped to four. Yep. Um, freaking game is so good. Still. No matter how many years go by, that game it will always be. It good. just doesn't matter. It's so good. And mm-hmm. I um, it's funny because it felt a little. It was the HD version on um, Xbox One. Mm-hmm. It felt a little dated at at first just like i don't know some of it was just the the graphics feel like it came out a while ago yes still great Mm -hmm. but it's like oh yeah this this did come out like whatever year it came right like 2000 i want to say gamecube was out yeah it was gamecube release i'm gonna say 2004 yeah that sounds right i'm just gonna say that sounds right all right if Uh, we're wrong it'll be boom um, yeah, so it's a great game. I just, I, I couldn't believe how like quickly I jumped into it and was mm-hmm. like, oh, I remember why this game is so good. Yep. Um, so many, uh, mechanics that were such a, uh, shift in the way that the series played in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like a huge, uh, step forward for survival horror games in general. And yeah, um, it's even so action style games. It's so easy to pick up and play. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's so natural. Even if you're not a gamer, I think there's just something about it that just kind of, it's so just well it like done. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it just feels like it. And it's funny. That's a game, um, that I can consistently play throughout the years and never get bored of. Yeah. It's like the perfect length. It's got the perfect amount of difficulty. You know, I never do. I haven't done it on professional ever. I don't think um, I have either. Um, and I haven't, now that I think about it, no matter how many times I play it, I always play it fresh. I never like when you beat it, you know how you get like unlimited or new guns yeah. and new outfits. Just I always start fresh, Yeah, but it's always a new console I played it on. So, right. Yeah. 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 And, and that's what was cool for me too. I probably haven't played it. I don't think I played the PS2 one. I, I remember it, you had it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd never played the, um, the ADA missions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I, I played all the extra stuff. I did the eight emissions, um, and it was, I don't know, it was just really cool to play through it again. Uh, some of my favorite mechanics, which I remember like playing for the first time, is when mm-hmm. you can, you know, shoot the uh, enemies in the head and blind them for a minute and kick them. That oh. being introduced was such a big deal. Yep. Um, the knife actually being effective for the <laughs> actually first time a good ever. Thing. Yeah, yeah, um, that was really great. And uh, I don't know, it's just it's just such a such a great game. The I, inventory. The oh, the inventory is the best. It is so satisfying. Has never been perfected more in yeah. any other game. That is no, that's that, the epitome of good inventory. Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way that you can, and, and it's so satisfying to like reorganize your yep. inventory and stuff like that. Um, 
super great. So mm-hmm. uh, there was something else. I was oh, just a funny thing. Um, apparently, when you leave your Xbox Idol during mm-hmm. this game, um, it doesn't actually stop the game clock. So oh, right when I beat the game. I couldn't understand the time I was looking at because I, th- I was like, I can't. It just said nines across the board. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to Tim and he was like, did you turn it off? Like when you stopped playing? And so basically my runtime was 99 hours. Oh. And it was like, it didn't have, I think my actual play time, if we looked at it, mm-hmm. um, like through the, the Xbox, the like Xbox. it records the hours yeah. for most games. Some of them are a little the weird. The actual but... play time, I think was what, like 18 hours. Yeah, it was like a like normal, that, like uh, average. It was just funny it recorded me at 99 hour <laughs> gameplay um, did like, that oh, affect yeah. your rating what did you get do you remember uh, i don't remember what i got mm-hmm. actually um yeah i don't remember probably an e something along those lines f probably um but yeah it's awesome freaking mm-hmm. game's great yep played that um and i'm actually i'm playing two now the remake Resident oh two. Yeah. um i'm only a couple hours in um mm-hmm. but it's it's such a great game and i'm kind of I'm ditching off into different games right now. I'm not. Re- I wouldn't say I'm taking a break from Resident Evil, mm-hmm. but it's a little detour. Yeah, you guys. You know what I mean? You gotta you know, switch it up. Yeah, right. Start fresh. We're fresh off the heels of PAX, so I want to. Uh, I know it's funny we didn't talk about it in the podcast. Well, I guess we're gonna do videos we're on do, it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do some videos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we did our first vlog uh, at going oh, to PAX. Yeah. Um, so if you're not, if you're just listening to the podcast, you should mm-hmm. definitely um, check out the uh, check out the YouTube channel. We're putting some more content up on there. Yeah, we're trying new things. Definitely vlogging. I I think is worth doing because we too it's fun yeah um we do i think we have to do more though like obviously blocking won't work if we just (laughs) sit here all the time but you know we go on like treasure hunts and go look for comics and games and stuff yeah that one was fun Mm because like we recorded a couple conversations and stops on the way and stuff but i think it'd be cool to do um every now and then so Mm -hmm. so if you guys are looking for packs uh us talking about packs we're gonna have some videos on the channel as well um just so you guys know absolutely but it was awesome there was crap ton of games we played so good yeah uh, We'll do some videos specifically on the uh, recapping the games that we played there. I'm so mm-hmm. excited about some of them. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, Be Resident Evil 4 is a couple other games I want to talk about, but we'll hit those probably next podcast. Okay. Um, the only other game that uh, I uh, I jumped into was Devil May Cry because uh, 5 came out recently. Which Devil May Cry? The, the first one. The original. Okay. So I have the HD collection. I never played 3. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do was run through those games real quick before 5 came out. Obviously didn't do that. That's a little tough to um, do. It is, but one of the things I was surprised about is like the first one, they're such short games. Like they're shorter than I remember. Yeah. Um, at least the first one. I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, I know two, I think I remember two being like a six hour game, but there's two characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so you play both stories, but um, it was, I know Capcom was did cool. that for a while. Um, if you think about it, like there's uh, Onimusha or yep. Onimusha, um, Devil May Cry, Resident Evil, those are all games that can be beat. Like, they want you to replay those mm, games. Yeah. They, they don't want you to just play it once. And Sorry, I was picking this. It was, got a little sticky. Um, <laughs> and for your audio listeners, that's the microphone, not my butt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like picking a sticker off the mic. Yes. And, um, yeah, so it's funny to think, it, but it's like it was just like a Capcom thing yeah. at the time. Um, and I don't know why that was or why that is. Yeah, I don't know. Just kind of a mechanic that yeah. they rolled with. Mm-hmm. I know with, uh, you know, with Devil May Cry, I remember talking about it before, but I had read that that was actually a build for a new Resident Evil game. Right. And it ended up becoming the first Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. which is funny playing it, knowing that is uh you're you're kind of like oh i can see this yeah. like it definitely was was the fixed camera that. angles the yeah. the character models like it's all just resident evil esque yeah. the enemies um, yeah and 
You know what would be cool mm. is uh, playing Resident Evil 1 as Dante with all his mechanics. Oh, my God. I bet you there's a mod out there's there gotta for be. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally. sure there is. That would be sweet. Though. That would be sweet. Um, but, yeah, Devil May Cry holds up, but it feels a little bit... It definitely feels dated in the sense that it's a... You know, it's just a pretty, like, linear... Um, just beat them up, you yeah. know? Um, it feels a little bit nostalgic at this point. Um, and the cutscenes are so funny and make almost no sense by the end of the game. Um, like, his, his like, whole thing with Trish, like, barely makes any sense. At the end, like, the voiceovers are really funny mm-hmm. and the script is goofy, um, but it's a really fun game. So yeah. um, those, are, those are a couple of classics that I ran through recently. Good. What about you, Tim? What about me? Oh, I played such a garbage game. Oh, really? Dead or Alive 6. Oh, that's right. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So fighting games these days yeah. are great. There is like a formula coming through that I'm like a big fan of mm. where it's a lot of like skins are a big deal, crossover characters, special attacks. Oh, that's all great, Brett. All um, this stuff's great. How do, you, how do you get those? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just... Get right into it. All right. So talk about talk about uh, Dead or Alive Six, though. Dead or Alive Six. I we did play it briefly. Yep. Yeah. It it is such. It made me think about the entire state of fighting games in general. Yeah. Where these fighting games and a lot of games in as well um, come out almost bare bones, like as minimal as they can get away with, where the fans won't get super angry and. Uh, that's really it, just so the fans don't get bad. And new yeah. people are and like, oh, check, check out this fun game. So Dead or Alive 6 came out. I was super excited for it. I started it up. Oh, my God, it was so bad. It was <laughs> so bad. Right off the bat, you get you get all the options, the typical option, you know, arcade mode survival, mm-hmm. um, you know, time attack. Like, there's a lot of options compared to other things. When Street Fighter came out, there wasn't even an arcade mode. Street Fighter Five. Five, yeah. Yeah, it, there was a story mode, which was very weak. It yeah. was the same thing. It was like you fought three enemies and beat mm-hmm. it or whatever. So, um, very similar. The story mode in this game is broken up. Basically, there's this main story. And then you get to select all the characters. It's a really messy board, too. It's like they're all just kind of slapped around. Um, But you can basically pick your character, and you go through maybe one or two fights, and their story mode's over. Um, Are you serious? And yeah, it's it's every single character. And you can't, uh, depending on whose mission you complete, will unlock random missions throughout the board. So it's not like if I wanted to play as like Ryu, I could just pick and go through his yeah. missions. I had to beat his first mission and then go through like the main story. And then if a character like interacts with Ryu, then you get the next portion of his story. So this is Street Fighter or Dead or Alive? This is uh, uh, Dead or Alive. Okay. Because there's two Ryus, I guess. I was talking about Ryu Hayabusa. Oh, oh right, right, right. Okay. Ninja Gaiden. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's fun. Um, so that was just a mess because the story, there's no like... It pops you in the middle of a cutscene. It's it's supposedly the beginning, but they're like walking. They have really bad conversation. Like they're like, "You're bad." No, I'm not. Let's fight. <laughs> and it's and you think I'm joking? They're seriously. It's like every fight's like that. It's like, uh, you know, that's brutal. Yeah. So that was garbage. But on top of that, comparing it to the previous game, they took out so many different things that made the other game good. That, that was like one of your favorite fighting games. I ever. loved, and I still do. Uh, Dead or Alive Five was so good. Um, but they like, I don't know how they did it, but they just took out things that made it good. The combos don't feel as fluid. Um, no, definitely not. No, it's just like the, uh, in the, uh, in uh, dead or alive five, you could connect combos in a way where like, they look really good. They feel really good. Yeah. And this one, it's very like 
delayed, I want to say. Like, you can do, there's like a triple kick combo almost on every character. And in the other game, you can connect it. And this one, there's nothing to really connect it to. And it's not a lack of knowledge. Because, I, I mean, I went through the tutorial, the combat uh, trials and all that stuff to learn these characters. Yeah, it's just like not there. It's just, yeah, it just feels like it's missing a lot. And it's it's very sad because it is a game I spent $60 for that I truly feel like it's like a $20 experience. Oh, that sucks. You know? And I mean, one of my biggest things that I noticed is when we were fighting, mm-hmm. you know, a big thing that I don't even know where it started. Maybe Street Fighter 4. Um, like Super Moves? Yeah. Or uh, the Marvel vs. Capcom series. Yeah, um, it might be Marvel vs. Capcom. And I mean, I guess... Some maybe even did, original Street Fighter, yeah, even like Street or Fighter Street Alpha Street. and yeah. stuff like that. So I guess it went, you know, it's happened for a while, but mm-hmm. the really like elongated super combos, I yes. feel like, is a recent thing that every every game developer is um, is really pushing. Mm-hmm. Like even with uh, Mortal Kombat 11, which we got to play at PAX, yep. the um, there are fatalities, but there are also these specials that they well actually that was in ten maybe even nine um, yeah where yeah. you can do these special combos throughout the game too really the one on three sixty I don't even remember playing that one you don't that one had um like Freddy Krueger and stuff oh that was eight mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so it's been it's been a big thing for yeah. a while um, Soul Calibur six came out recently those yep. specials are crazy um, there's just always such a big thing that's supposed to like turn the tides mm-hmm. in this game the special is like one hard punch yeah basically what it does is you like land the punch um you can connect a combo into it too but when you land the punch uh the camera like zooms in real fast on the character who's getting punched face so it's like a, a dramatic like slow motion punch to the face and the character goes flying that's, and that's about it. it. That's about it. Which, you know, who are we to complain about how they do special moves? But when in the previous game... I'm the guy paying for the game. That's true. You <laughs> you are looking for these awesome combos. Um, but when you have it in the previous game where it's like a big explosive fire fest of kicks and punching, like when it's top class supers, why regress to this like dramatic punch that literally is it's weak too it's not even good super move right i mean that's the thing you could you could argue i mean if the combo system was good enough that that was just like a an extra like push like landing that in a combo was like something special Mm -hmm. um which maybe that's the goal but uh you know maybe i am sounding like a spoiled brat but it's (laughs) like you play something like tekken 7 or injustice 2 Mm -hmm. and part of the fun is playing every character and almost Wanting to get hit by their special because you haven't seen it yet. You know what I mean? Tekken has super moves? Tekken 7? Yeah. I can't remember a single one. For real? Yeah. I don't know why. It's just the right trigger. Yeah, no. The right bumper. I played as Lucky Chloe and I can't remember hers Dude, at Chloe's all. Chloe's is the worst. How do you not remember? She does that kick that's a low hit. So if you're not blocking low and she yeah. flips you up in the air. I can't You don't remember that? No. She does that. It's almost like an Eddie Gordo kick. Like... I can't visualize. I have yeah. no idea. I I can I can visualize the combat very well, but it's been so long since I played it. I uh, just I'll play you in a match after. Yeah, is it downloaded? Probably not. No, you should be downloading it right now. Oh, in the middle of the podcast. Uh, but anyways, these super moves we've come to know and love. Yeah, just not here. Just not just here. Just not here. And that that was just a thing that I noticed because mm-hmm. that's where my brain went. I was like, oh, cool. What are the supers like yep. in this? Nothing. Nothing. Um, and um, it just felt kind of like you mentioned, like the fighting just feels vanilla. Like yeah. it's super bland. Mm-hmm. There's no, I love vanilla by the way. Um, but it's just like, it's just like a couple punches and uh, like you try to land a kick here and there, but it's not, there's nothing special happening. Mm-hmm. Now also let me align with you here on the state of fighting games because, yes. um, so 
I did pick up Tekken 7 again recently. Mm -hmm. All of the DLC characters have been released. I believe all that will be released. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was looking and they show you in the, you know, they show you the grayed out characters. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, I need to get all the characters. Right. They put it on the screen itself. So it's like, yeah, you just can't select them. So I was looking and I was like, oh yeah, I never got the DLC characters for this game. I definitely want to snag those. So I go into the store. $30 $30 for the first season pass mm-hmm. gets you two characters. Uh, 25 for the first one, right? And then 30 for the ne- other one? No. I think it's $29.99. They're both 30 bucks. No. Okay. Let's Hear see. me out. Yeah, here. I'll listen. If I'm remembering correctly, yeah. it's $29.99 for the first season pass. Mm-hmm. You get geese? No. Maybe that one's 25 25 So there are two the... season passes. One right. of them's 25 and one's 29 Right, yeah. 90 or whatever. 34.99 for the first one. Let's say mm-hmm. that's the first one. You get Geese Howard and Noctis. Okay, okay. Two characters. Two characters and then there's a bunch Costumes, of skins and stuff yeah. that come with each one, okay? But that's 25 bucks, okay? For two characters. For two characters. The second season pass gives you seven characters. It's $30. Then they released a separate character, Eliza, who you can only get individually, that's $4.99. Okay. That is $60 to get all of the characters. To get characters that I I, I understand that they're working on it, you know, after the game's complete and right. stuff. But, like, there's no way you're going to... It's like you're buying Tekken 8. I, uh, right. That's the thing. I already spent $60 on the mm-hmm. game, and it's great. I've gotten a lot of hours into it. But at that point, you're spending $120 just to have the full game. The full game. And it just sucks. I mean, honestly, if it was 30 bucks for all of them, mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, you're still hitting me for 90 bucks. Yep. But the roster in that game in particular is pretty lofty. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of characters. Um, the crossovers are super cool. Geese mm-hmm. and Noctis and Negan. And, like, it's a pretty cool spectrum of characters. Mm-hmm. But to pay an extra $60... It's just it just feels crazy. It's crazy, and that's that's typical for fighting games. Yeah, they right. they hit you so hard with these DLCs. Dragon Ball Z, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's season passes. Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, yes, there is uh, uh, all these characters coming out. That same thing. You go to the, the character select screen. They're all grayed out. So you go click on one, and it's like, guess what? Fifty dollars, like that's crazy. You know, man. I don't know the actual price, but it's it's so surprising to get these fighting games that you know back in the day we used to play the game and do crazy things to unlock these characters. That now all these awesome characters are locked behind money. You have right. to pay to buy these guys, and it's it's truly it's upsetting. You know, it's like either don't come out with the characters. I'm fine waiting until the next game to get these characters, yeah, or make it a reasonable price. Reason, yeah, exactly. You know? Like even. Um, I was just looking at the season pass. I think the mm-hmm. second season pass might have five or six characters, not seven. Okay. But I don't. Re- I think the total is there's nine, nine? characters. Yeah. Is it nine? Mm-hmm. So five. So it must be six, seven, eight, and then Eliza's the ninth. Yeah. So it's six characters, two characters, and then the one separate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the season pass. Like I was trying to remember for Injustice Two. I want to say it was like thirty dollars. For the season pass? I think so, but you had to get two of them, I think. You did? I th- um, Or there's characters that weren't part of the season pass. Like, you got the first four and then had to buy the rest or something. Maybe. 
because uh, you uh, for most of them it's never just a simple get a season pass get all the care back right. in the day it was it but was, yeah. but now it just doesn't work like that i just dude i don't know that drives mm-hmm. me crazy i mean you really have to wait for the deals like this uh not this a couple weeks ago or whatever mm-hmm. there was a weekend recently where soul Calibur six the ultimate edition was on sale for 40 bucks that's really that good. includes all upcoming season passes mm-hmm. that's gold yeah um because outside of that it's 90 dollars yeah and it's just, I don't know, that that part of it just bums me out. Like, mm-hmm. I want the full game of Tekken. Like, I want to play all those characters. But I don't want to buy the same game twice, yeah. you know? So, I don't know. I, I can definitely get with you on that. That's um, that's an unfortunate state of things currently. But, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. Uh, uh, Dead or Alive 6 was definitely a disappointment across the board. Which they actually did come out with a free-to-play version. So, it's the full game. No way. Um, they did it with uh, Dead or Alive 5 yeah, as well. Yeah, I remember that. Um, uh, so, it's the same principle. Basically, you get um, access to, like, two characters or whatever. Um, but I think you can do... I don't know if you can do the story mode, but you can do, like, versus and arcade and okay. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, it's funny because the game, I think, was modeled to be free. Yeah. And then they released a $60 version that just comes with all the characters. Yeah. Um, and the outfits you um, unlock by playing by playing the game but they're um so like it requires you to play the game so much that you like by the time i did everything got most of the achievements i unlocked three costumes i think wow which each character has nine. Oh my uh, gosh dude so, what uh and the roster's yeah the roster's smaller than any um than the previous two games i think um, as of Rough. right now, so that's crazy. Yeah, so it's you know it's a real shame because it's the same thing. They nickel and dime you. There are um, there's a ninety two dollar season pass for that game, um, and that gives you all the characters, all the costumes. But uh, you know it was it's a joke. Everyone's making fun of it. It's like who's going to spend ninety two dollars on top of buying the base game of sixty dollars? That's on top. Yeah, yeah. That's ninety two dollars a season pass. A ninety two dollar season pass. Yep. That's insane. And I don't even know if it lets you get the new characters. Like that, the upcoming ones? Yeah, the, the newer ones they're creating. If they are. I don't even know if they are, but... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's mental. That's that's definitely over the top. Like, mm-hmm. I know that was a concern for a while. I was like, what are we going to see for DLC in the future? Yep. I think we're going to hit the peak where hopefully people just won't pay it. Yeah. Because, like, mm-hmm. as long as people are paying it, they'll keep doing it. Yep, no matter what. But this is... Tekken's the first one that I looked at, and I was like, oof, mm-hmm. that hurts. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm not able to play this game now. Yeah. And it takes them so long to make these characters, which I, you know, I get it. Game development takes a while, but the games, at least to me, it takes too long for me to care about these characters to buy it. Right. You know, like Soul Calibur has um, 2B from Nier, and then uh, they have this new girl coming out. I forgot her name. Um, But, like, I don't know if I'm going to get it just because... Like you and I play it, but yeah. I haven't really picked it up in a while, and right. it's just that's just how well, I play games. Tech, I mean, how long has Tekken been out at this point? And like, I I beat it last January. <laughs> that was my crazy. that was the first game I beat last year. Yeah. So I mean, it's been over a year, and it was out before that for a while. Right. And the game, like, if you're still playing it at this point, you already have your main characters. Mm-hmm. So you're really spending another sixty dollars to get new characters just to try out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of those nine characters, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna regularly play six of them right you know what i mean like so i don't know that's that's definitely a bummer especially as a completionist and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people are who are like into gaming where you want the full game i want the full experience you know like smash bros is a prime example of it Mm -hmm. i mean the roster is huge but you unlock all these characters as you're playing which is that should be it man unlocking they do have dlc characters but once again they do it great they they give you the the one character uh usually a map and some extra bonuses for like six bucks yeah and where you would spend six bucks on just strictly the character and Tekken. yeah um 
it's I don't know, and maybe it's because it's my love of Nintendo, but the game's so good. Like Smash Bros. came out as a full package compared to Dead or Alive that came out as bare bones as possible. Yeah, they took another year and just like implemented different things, mm-hmm. got more voice acting. Like it would be a great game, but yeah. right now it's just busted. It's not worth the sixty bucks. <laughs> yep. What are we going into now? <laughs> um, I got a, I got a, I got a, some reading topics to discuss. Are books next? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Have you read anything good lately? Here we are in books. Ready? One, two, three. A, B, C, D. Okay. That's how I get into books. Oh, that's uh-huh. good. I like that. Yeah. Reading. So we both. Well, I listened to a book. You read a book. I did read one. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the midst of. Uh, still reading all. I have a pile of books at home that is mm-hmm. like the last of the books that I've had sitting on my shelves that I haven't finished. Do you burn them when um, you're done? Yeah. So okay, straight good. up in flames immediately. Mm-hmm. Last page. Oh, what an ending. <laughs> is that a flamethrower? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to throw it to get the whole grenade in there. Um, <laughs> Your whole. <laughs> how you fight everyone. Uh, that's, how, that's how I do so that's, it. It's perfect. Yeah. I picked up. Uh-huh. Um, the first of a five-book collection of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> comic books. Um, so, uh, collection number one, yep. issues one through seven, I believe, and then the micro-series, the original micro-series that were written. Um, wow, there was already a micro-series? Yeah, quick? so that kind of... Um, now, here's what's so cool about this. This is one of those books that could easily be like a coffee table book that you mm-hmm. never really go through. I have never actually read through all of the original Turtles stories, mm-hmm. so... I just kind of got the got the uh, bug to do it recently, and mm-hmm. I started blasting through. And this one also has commentary, which is really really cool to read because it's from both creators, um, and they both will recap at the end of each issue like what their process was, why they wrote that issue the way that oh, they that's wrote really it. Cool, um, yeah, and it's super insightful and um, really cool to hear about like where where they were when certain things were written, why they wrote a certain page the way that they did, what movies influenced the decisions that they made in the books that they were writing at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's all black and white collection. Um, it's really cool going back and seeing all the original art, seeing where the original characters came from, mm-hmm. uh, because just in the first three issues, you meet, um, you meet April, you meet... Uh, uh, Baxter Stockman. You see the Mousers. Um, oh, that nice. really was one of the first. Were they stories. robots originally? Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and then I think I'm still reading through, but I believe I've just met the Krang for the first time. Oh wow! Like as a like the Utram. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really cool is you see the characters developing because I you know I've probably talked about it on past episodes and there's you, people listening might already know. Um, but Turtles when they first wrote the when they wrote the first issue. They expect it to be a one and done, like nobody was going to buy it. They borrowed, I think it was $3,000, um, or maybe it was 3,000 issues that they printed. I don't know. They borrowed some money, printed up a bunch of issues, mm-hmm. sold out, and then it was requested that they start working on the second issue. So um, in the first issue, it it starts and ends. It's a single story, mm-hmm. um, and there are some really interesting things in it that are different that I didn't even realize as like a super fan, like in the first book. Oroku Saki is not who he is in every other iteration. Like, the Shredder mm-hmm. is not the person who Hamato Yoshi, like, fought in Japan. Mm-hmm. Oroku Saki is the younger brother of that person. So, oh, okay. like, in the original story, Hamato Yoshi 
who is like owns Splinter as a rat. Also, mm-hmm. this is what kills me. And so the funniest version of Splinter, uh, there's a few different ones. Like in the cartoon, he's a man who interacts with a rat and then gets covered in the ooze, so he becomes a rat. Mm-hmm. Um, the origin story, which is also the one that's in the movie, is he's a rat that belongs to a martial artist and learns from his cage. That's actually the original story. That's so crazy. It's so crazy. So in the original story, Hamato Yoshi... Um, is in love with Tang Shen, and uh, Tang Shen is also... No, they're in love, and then uh, Saki is the one who, like, attacks her. Mm-hmm. So then Hamato Yoshi kills Saki. Saki's younger brother is a Roku Saki mm-hmm. who grows up to be the Shredder, and his whole mission is revenge. Um, Why on the rat, though? <laughs> <laughs> Why would he want to get revenge on the pet of the guy who killed his um, brother? They, I forget. I'm uh, okay. Well, you got to read it. Uh, yeah, because I'm. I just don't understand if if that's the origin they went with. Why, unless he was reincarnated as a? F- no, no, it's not that. And how old? Holds the rat. Held Splinter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this, hold on. <laughs> There's some plot holes here. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, is there something like, is there something spoiler ish or you just don't know? I just forget. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know if you were tiptoeing around it or being like, Tim, no, don't try to remember because he, he becomes, he's the rat. Right. And then what the hell happened to Hamato Yoshi? Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Hamato Yoshi, they moved to New York. He moves to New York oh, with the and rat. And no. So Splinter, this is what happened. So they okay. moved to New York, right? Yep. Um, Oroku Saki finds them, kills Hamato Yoshi. Which Major is. Major spoilers for issue number one <laughs> of Teenage Mutant Ninja of Turtles. What, a 30-year-old comic? Came out in 1984. Oh, my God. 40 um, years? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and so it becomes Splinter's goal to then avenge his, his master. Okay. So he got revenge. Um, Shredder got revenge. Yeah. Now Splinter's getting revenge. Splinter pretty much raises the turtles just to murder Orokusaki. That's neat. So it's crazy. So um, and I, then that's in the movie that where he goes to New York and kills him. Oh no, that's the comics. Because yes. I've seen what you described. I've seen, seen before. Yeah. yeah, where and, he and comes I mean, to New York and there have and, been a lot of reprints of yeah. the original issue. Like mm-hmm. maybe you. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it in the original no. comics though, but I, I remember seeing it at some point, but anyways, okay. yeah. I was taking new comics. Sorry. I forgot. Oh yeah. 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 The current yeah. Uh, IDW one. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're up to issue 93. Oh God. Uh, the last issue I read was 50. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself for not keeping up because it's going to cost me like, Oh my God. Yeah. $3 every month or whatever is not bad, whatever. but well, you can get the collected, but you have, the I, co- want I know. Issue. Plus um, they get harder to find as the years I go know. on. I got it. That'll be maybe we'll have to do a treasure hunt on yeah. that one, but um, but yeah, man, so I've been, ru- I've been running through those and it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, you know, being introduced to the characters and realizing like, oh, this is the first time they wrote this character. Mm-hmm. The micro series is the first time they introduced Casey Jones, which is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big car chase scene in the third issue that was, uh, largely inspired by blues brothers. Um, the blues <laughs> oh, brothers yeah, the, movie. that big she car, was, like, chase, car accident. Yeah. 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 Pile up. Um, nice. <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, so that's that's uh, that's what I've been reading through now. I'm about halfway through uh, the first collection. There are five of them. And uh, what what is that? What is that? It's on the floor now. What is that? I don't know. Tim just pulled something out of his mouth. What could that possibly have been? It was like a magic trick. Like, oh yeah. Why was there so much it, of? 
It looked like a brown paper bag. It seriously looked like cardboard. Where's it been hiding in your mouth this whole time? <laughs> I don't understand where that just came from. I, I, I can't explain any of it, Brad. I felt it in my mouth. It was like, here we go. Watching that come out of your mouth was freaking me out. I don't understand. Uh, okay. Sorry to throw everything out of whack. At first, I thought it was the sticky... I don't know. Have how, you been putting those in your mouth? <laughs> Just while we're talking. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that was so weird. It was really... I, it was behind like a tooth in my mouth. It was just like... And we don't know what it was? No. Nope. What did you eat? Cardboard, apparently. So strange. Oh, what were we talking about? Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Anyways, that's what I've been reading. What'd you listen to? All right. So you were Ninja Turtles. I was Ninja Turtles. You you was Ninja Turtles. Did you finish your thought on it? Yeah, that's it. I'm okay. about halfway through the first collection. Yes, the first collection. And you like it. Yeah, it's good. It's mm-hmm. um yeah, I guess the last thing I'll say about it is what I've realized is I'm watching the characters develop because mm-hmm. when it started it was, they were just kind of like skeletons of what they are now. Yeah. Um so as the issues go on, you start to see them establish like, oh, this is why Raph is like always the one that's separate from everybody. And mm-hmm. this is really Leo establishing himself as the leader. And you're kind of seeing that stuff come together. Yeah. Because they didn't plan on going further than that first first issue. Is it black and white all the way through? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah, because they didn't get the colors until the T V show. Correct. I don't remember. Correct. Correct. Uh, I don't know. The, uh, I think the original issues were black and white. Yeah. I think there are color releases of them, mm. but I don't remember it, what the original releases were. Not Correct. <laughs> Correct. All right. Um, yeah, I thought they'd be good to read with Sonic music. Never can't do that. Never, never can. <laughs> never can. Never can't do it, guys. Stop it! <laughs> Let me try. <laughs> no, because you're going to throw it across no, the room. Gonna. What'd you listen to? What'd you... Yeah, no, you're right. I did listen What'd to... what you read? Have you ever read, or in this case, listened to a book that you weren't sure was good even up until the end? Hmm. Um... Like you were, you were in it. Like, let's say you're reading a book and you're right. like a hundred pages in. Okay. And you're like, okay. Okay. It's 600 pages. Yeah. No, I'll make it shorter. 300 pages. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 300 pages. And yeah. you're like, okay, I'm a hundred pages in. I'm not sure if I like it. Yeah. But I'll stick it out to see where it yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause that is the pretty much, pretty much how I felt about this recent book I listened to called Sovereign. Okay. Um, so Amazon, uh, or should I, I should say, um, Audible uh, every month has uh, uh, free books. They, okay. they have like six free books you can choose from. You can pick two every month. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's neat. Um, so one of the books, um, they said a sci-fi classic for the ages. Oh. Um, and I correct. guess... <laughs> correct. Um, but the age range was, they were like young, it said a young adult read or whatever. So I was yeah. like, all right, I'll give it a listen. Six hours, uh, which is usually like two shifts at work, you know? Yeah. I mean... Six hours full shift, but usually I like to listen to podcasts for a bit and then listen to it. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I was now like, all right. Know your schedule. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, all right, I'll, gi- I'll give it a listen. So yeah. 
Um, the the premise of the the story is there's this boy who um, he's 13 years old. Okay, and it's a little bit in the future, not crazy far in the future, yeah, but like enough for. Uh, yeah, a week where uh, people can just travel through space. Right. Okay. Uh, basically, they get contracted by the government to go into space and explore different planets and stuff. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, neat concept. So his family, his parents decide to take him and they're going to go explore the world for three years or not the world, the universe for three years. Okay. Um, so they're getting close to when he can go back to Earth and everything. And uh, suddenly their ship gets like attacked by a meteor storm. Um, and he has to escape. He ends up escaping the ship and landing on this, um, like unknown mysterious planet. Um, and he's by himself. His parents are still on the ship. Um, so, and it's basically about his survival on the planet and whether or not he gets off. Um, it's so bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) It's really because the person reading it. And maybe it's just strictly based on his performance that made me feel so strange. Okay. Because he's going through a lot of, like, situations that imagining the character being this, like, 13, like, 12 or 13-year-old kid doing this doesn't make sense. Like, like, he's talking about, like, killing certain animals and, like, building these traps and, like, doing these things that you can imagine, like, an older teen would do if he was stranded on a planet. But just, like, I just imagine a, a younger kid doing this, and it doesn't make sense to the story. Okay. Um, so I think that was a little weird. Just the age, like, Is really. Is it supposed to be a younger kid, or you're saying the person no, who's the, reading the it? No, the person reading it sounds young adult-esque, like, okay. f- more 15 or 16. Okay. But the story perspective is from the 12, 13-year-old. Oh, I see. Okay. Um so I think it was really weird in that. Like I didn't, I just couldn't get around him being so young. Yeah. You know, and he's talking about like his favorite video games and like things like that. But at the same time, he's like stabbing wolves in the head, like, uh, well, alien wolves. Um, but I just, I don't know if I liked it or not. Even by the end, it was really, it was something that I just kind of sat through and I was like this, you know, it helped me pass the time, but I just wasn't thrilled about it. That does not sound great. Yeah, I don't know. And it could it could have been the guy's performance because there were lines that were like they felt cringy, like as really? he read them. Yeah, because he tried to give it like a little emotion. Like yeah. the character was like, no. But the character was not likable either because he was very like y- you, you see a lot of flashbacks of him like talking to his parents and stuff. And he yeah. kept fighting with his parents about going home and everything. So he's very like, I don't know, rude about it. Like yeah. he was just not a likable character. And I get it. The point of the book is him to like realize, Oh, life without my parents is terrible. And yeah. I was a jerk and all this stuff, but I don't know. I just, it was something that I just don't know if it was good or not huh. by the end. And it's just weird. Cause I, I haven't listened or read books in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I read a lot of comics. Um, but yeah, um, so I don't know. I the only reason I bring it up is because it could be good. <laughs> In my opinion, I just couldn't tell. Um, yeah. Even by the end, it's an interesting story, and there's some cool sci-fi elements to it. But I just don't know if it was good. Do you think, given what you know of the story now, you would have enjoyed it more or differently had you just read it? That's an interesting idea because no, I don't think I would have stuck on if I was reading it. Okay. I um. So story-wise, it didn't really capture you. Yeah, like I like the sci-fi aspect to it yeah. and the survival aspect, yeah. but yeah, how he was surviving and stuff. Like it was cool. Some of my favorite parts were him describing like 
what was in his backpack and how he would use these tools and stuff. Like, okay. it was good description and, like, good setup for, like, it was almost told from a video gamer's perspective. Like, he was talking about what's in his his pack, you know, and, yeah. like, I got this and this and that. And, that. and those were good, but then, when, like, once, I don't know. Those are just normal human things, Tim. Yeah. Well, the normal. seen in video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how he described it sounded like video. He was like, I have a 40 HP sword now. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. It was just it was just one of those things that was peculiar. Yeah. So, it, you know, if you listen to Audible and picked up one of those, uh, or if you picked up this book, Sovereign, uh, I just thought I'd let you guys know it was weird. I think one of the only free audiobooks I ever listened to was The Alchemist. How was that? It was really good. I don't know anything about it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't remember a whole lot about it. <laughs> but it... Uh... <laughs> but you liked it at the time. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's like... I think it's a classic of some sort. It's like not... It, I think it's a pretty well-known book. It's like an older one, like The Time Machine or something? Uh, yeah, not super old, but it's like, uh, you know... I'll let you look me, it up while you uh, do that. I did pick up Norse Mythology by okay. Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Um, I haven't read it yet, but that's just next on the list. Yeah. Um, 1988 and, is okay. when The Alchemist came out by Paulo Coelho. Oh, of course. Uh, it's good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. But I, that's how I do most of my... <laughs> Actual reading, yeah, um, is doing that. So that's an audiobook you got. That was an audiobook. Uh, I also listened to a Neil Gaiman book, uh, Neverwhere. Yes, I have that on my list too. It's great, mm-hmm. that book is great. Great, great, great books. Am I right? Yeah, I know. We usually don't talk about them, but Sick. granted, I didn't read it, but I still listened, and, and you ha- didn't really like it. So. Yeah, you know, and you learn. That's how you learn. That's how you learn. Speaking of learning, yes, that's it. I think maybe. Yeah, I think we're going to go earning. Sick. Sick. That's a wrap on podcast number 86. 86. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um... I yeah, that's all I got on it. We're gonna um, we're gonna go film some other stuff. Yes, um, make sure to check out the YouTube channel videos that come out after this. My goal by the end of this year, yes, three hundred subscribers. Three hundred. Uh, we are at two. We got two subscribers recently. Really? Yep. From, so I assume from the vlog. What are we at? Two. Two thirty one. Two thirty one. Yep. So it's. Two new subscribers. Two, yeah. Okay, I didn't know what number you were going for. That's a little scary. Um, um, stop doing that. That's my goal. Yeah. It's not a huge goal. Yeah, it's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, 300 subscribers yeah. is like, peep. Yeah. But, but we it can, would be cool. We can do that. It would be cool if by the end of this year, mm-hmm. I know that 70 more people yes. were interested in seeing our videos. Yeah. That's my goal. It's good I, to have goals. It's good to have quantifiable goals. Yes. Quantifiable goals. So. Um, keep this watching. was 86. Keep watching. Keep sharing. Keep listening. Keep up. Keep up. Nice. I was going to say keep partying, but you uh, you said keep up, and that's probably where it should end. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, love you. Bye. As they say, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So if I throw a fit, can a fit throw me? Or you? More importantly, do you think, in the grand scheme of things, if you throw a party and you cry at that party, because you can cry if you want to, does the party cry as well? Like a baby shower? Is baby shower just codename for crying babies? So I leave you with this. If you're not wearing socks, 
Don't go to a baby shower. That's rude. But make sure you're not underwear. Flipsies on. Flipsies. Is the audio on? Oh yeah, we said the audio is on. That's how we start every video. Yes. That was a good one. Spicy. (laughs) Am I extra white? Because I'm extra white. Jenkins. Yeah. What? I don't know. You ready? Uh, Test. 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 Check. Check. Okay.